Boy. Thank you for joining me on Talks News, wherever, whenever you are. Welcome to the only news podcast that is both unbiased, unfair, completely toxic. We know it, and we just don't care. I am your host, the poor dumb rebel, Jedi hero, wacko weirdo. I don't really know who or what I am, but I know that I enjoy consuming right-wing media i love it i just i just fucking love it and you know i tried to come up with reasons i tried to come up with reasons and i found it was useless i tried to explain myself and i found that the only way to explain myself is to be myself and if you feel those same vibes then please join me down this rabbit hole today where we enjoy conversation not conversation i'm alone uh where we uh, uh, I don't know, one-sided dialectics. I don't really know what to call this. But Matt Walsh here is going from the Daily Wire, is going to talk to us about the Babysitter's Club being a reboot. Uh, wait, no, that's not it. <laughs> the Babysitter's Club reboot is child exploitation, says Matt Walsh of the Daily Wire. That's a better way for me to deliver this as if I'm an actual news guy. But, uh, and later tonight, yes... Yes, I'm getting good at this now. Yes, later tonight we have Tim Pool, who says, Trump, says Democrats, stealing the election with vote by mail, vows to deploy police to stop fraud. Holy shit. I didn't read that whole thing until now. <coughs> wow. Uh, stealing the election with vote by mail. Fascinating. You really have to just be uh completely in your perspective on reality and like the the political moves that people are making you really have to be far fucking out there that's uh that's pretty wild you like you you literally hear of what's going on with the postmaster general and you think man these democrats <laughs> all right that's just the that's the right that's the right wing's uh, bread and butter right there is that the left is the enemy. Uh, twenty twenty that is uh, that is the pounding in this message here that if you vote for Trump you vote for the defense of America, um, and the the Democrats and then leftists see not voting for Trump and okay, the harm reductionist voters as well. I want to say in the left wing side are seeing that if we don't defeat Donald Trump, then we could definitely actually see the end of American democracy. Um, and I could get into that, but that would take like an entire stream and a bit more focus from me. But you know what we're here for. So let's begin with our first segment. Matt Walsh, please take it away. Take my mind into higher level ideas. Down this road before. Plenty of times. Also, this isn't, this isn't Netflix, but another example bears mentioning. Uh, just a few weeks ago, a film called Yes, God, Yes, another masterpiece, according to critics anyway, was released to streaming and on-demand viewing. Um, and uh, according to The Stylist, it, uh, quote-unquote, uh, here's, here's the quote, explores the joys and shame of female masturbation through the adventures of its 16-year-old protagonist. So here's the thing is that I don't necessarily like taking in quotes or sources without... Uh 
with like I, I just don't like quotes without actually being shown them it's very frustrating for me when people read off quotes and they don't actually uh, show them because I just have to literally take his word for it so I went to Google right here just to look up see what he was talking about this is uh, this is a story of teenage innocence and religious guilt and it's told in a smart, warm-hearted manner without turning sarcastic or cruel. Uh, it's got three stars on IMDb. We got a 93% rating on Rotten Tomatoes. Six out of 10 IMDb. Metacritic's giving it a 71. I don't think I've heard of anybody that's in the cast. Let's see here. The audience gives it a 3.8. Uh, coming of age comedy. Um, so, you know, we've had, like, all of these movies, like, if you really think back to it, even though American Pie was filled with 20-year-olds, uh, most of them were trying to get laid. It was a movie about dudes getting laid, and I don't really remember an, uh, outcry. Maybe from the church, you know, was being like, yo, this isn't abstinent enough, but I don't really think it, um, but I think this review right here that it's on the website probably... Uh, sums it up exactly why Matt Walsh did not enjoy this. If you're Christian, don't watch. All right. There's more to the to the comment, but I just that's probably it's probably a thing that Christians and Catholics and Orthodox uh, Jews uh, are probably not going to enjoy. Um, it's funny they have like and then Google decides to like recommend comedy drama movies and then also religion movies that's hilarious but how many like uh how many of these movies do we have of like fast times at ridgemont high um that displays like a uh sexual scenes and like the desire for sex there's uh super bad which was uh, you know a thing of my era you know there's all of these movies so and we've had them where, like, teenagers are smoking pot, too. And it's been a thing since, like, the 70s. Um, and, you know, that's also been the thing where they've been attaching Hollywood with... Or the idea that Hollywood is just a, 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 a refuge and just a pit of pedophiles. Um, you know, and I, I would bet then, you know, there's pedophiles within uh, the... In Hollywood. I wouldn't doubt it. There's, there's no way that there's not. But, you know, there's pedophiles everywhere. I think we don't necessarily go about uh, handling pedophilia in a very healthy way speaking as a in, a in a society but that again isn't for another longer conversation um but i think so far what our objection here is not necessarily that it's pornographic or pedophilic it's just the uh the uh let's see the exploration of this uh time and I'm sure in every woman's life. I'm not really sure. I think I discovered masturbating when I was like 13 on a bus because this kid told me about it. And of course, like I heard how amazing it is. I'm 13, uh, and I'm sure I'm raging with hormones. So I tried it out, and man, was it? It's pretty awesome. Um, it's uh, it's not as good as sex, to be perfectly honest with you guys. I I, I want to be honest. I know I know the name of the pod. But I want to be honest with you because I love you and I care about you. But uh, I think it's important to really expand the 
explore the ideas of masturbation and I think it's probably great film material if we can make films two hours long about just trying to get laid I'm sure we can do the same thing for uh, masturbation because uh, being in a Catholic school raised by a Catholic family there's just a whole level of uh, being um, there's just another whole level of life experience that I don't necessarily understand I wasn't raised in a very religiously strict household and look what it did to me I'm just kidding but um, I definitely would probably want to see this movie just because it's got good reviews. It says it's a brilliant comedy, masturbatory in the best way possible, and an exceptional performance by Natal- Natalia Dyer. Um, I, you know, I, I, I enjoy movies, and I haven't heard of this one. It sounds kind of like uh, a little bit indie. Um, so, I mean, it sounds like something I would probably be interested in, and it sounds like it's a comedy exploring human shame which uh matt walsh is saying continue to feel it continue to be shamed says matt but you know we're only 30 seconds in i apologize uh the writer and director karen main says that she's hoping the film helps her younger audience feel less weird about discovering their sexuality but but really the most egregious form i can't tell if he's like you should feel weird for exploring your sexual orientation that's a that's a weird position to make and i feel bad like i wonder if these kinds of people or if the type of person that matt walsh is is that he has to reinforce the idea that his children are straight like reminding him every day like they're straight like hey go get your straight barbie uh jesse oh that that name's too too gender neutral he wouldn't name her, name her jesse it'd probably be like susan or darlene darla all right of child exploitation and sexualization in our culture has nothing to do with films about twerking in fact in this vein uh, netflix aired something even more objectionable not long ago the reboot of the babysitters club recently featured a um a storyline about a nine-year-old trans i feel like that was a book the Babysitter's Club sounds like it would be a book. I think I've heard of it. Trans girl, i.e. a boy who has been told by his parents that he's a girl. And let's just look at, here's just one short scene from that episode. Wait, 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 Okay. Wait, 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 wait. We're starting with the characterization that uh, this young girl was told by her parents that she was a girl and did not find this within herself. It's, it's kind of hard to have the conversation with somebody of whether or not a child is allowed to feel the way that they feel um you don't even have to go through transition therapy to get there but you can begin to give them the medication or i guess it i I think normally it's the uh during the puberty period they, they they use the uh the blockers to just block the flow of hormones while while the uh the child is able to figure out who they are um, and I think that's rough, um, mainly because like I've, I'm 26 and I'm having a hard time to figure out who I am. I do feel comfortable being a cis male, um, but it's just, you know, I don't really, I like, as, you know, society wants you to find purpose and a role and all of that shit. That's the one I'm having a pretty hard time dealing with. Uh, but, you know, everybody finds their way. And I think if, you know, we're allowed to, if we're accepting of people and patient with people i think 
people can find out who they are and society can benefit from that um because you know i don't i don't have to explain myself i'm always for uh self-expression and uh gender is a societal uh construct if we're going to talk about biological sex you know that's then that's a different conversation that we can have about about uh uh, uh young transgendered children that's a completely different conversation um but you know i'm going i'm going to assume that matt walsh is not in the sphere of seeing gender as a construct i'm going to guess that matt walsh thinks that gender works like biological sex does took a while but we finally found a file for a bailey del vecchio is 32 burn hill road still the current address yeah. Have you been giving him fluids? If he's dehydrated, we'll need to place an IV. Have him change into this. I don't want the blue one. Um, well... I hear someone's not feeling well. Let's take a look at the little man. Can I please talk to you two outside? I know that you guys are busy, but... As you would see, if you looked at her and not her chart, Bailey is not a boy. And by treating her like one, you are completely ignoring who she is. You're making her feel insignificant and humiliated. And that's not gonna help her feel good or safe or calm. Hey, so, that's that guy from the good place. From here on out, please recognize her for who she is. And if at all possible, could you find me a non-blue hospital gown? Now, of course, leaving all the other... Yeah, I'm not really sure what it said on the chart exactly. Um, but maybe it had said in the sex uh, box, in, you know, when you fill out paperwork and stuff like that, the his biological... See, I, I am still an ignorant piece of shit. But her uh, biological... Uh, fictional character. Hmm. Her biological sex was probably written in as uh, male because, I, you know, maybe. I don't know. Um that's probably what you have to do when you fill out the sex section but if you nowadays we have do not prefer to say and that lets that leaves us a lot more room and then you can ask people and get the information you need there's no reason for a doctor to have exactly everything the procedure that they need to go forward just based off of their sexual uh, gender based off of their gender identity um, your biological sex is the the physical uh, appearance so there's not necessarily a lot you can dispute about your physical physiology right but we have actually made a lot of medical advancements to where uh, transgender people can then match their biological sex with their gender identity that that is the characterization and the uh understanding that i have and i feel like a lot of people have especially i hope in the transgender community and i didn't butcher that too hard but i don't think many people on the right have that same characterization and it's because they want to match up biological sex given at birth exactly with gender identity you have to conform to the gender identity that you were given at birth or that you you were raised in so, uh, 
there's not a lot of room from Matt Walsh, Matt Walsh here because of his belief there for uh, anybody to actually figure out who they are as far as gender goes. I don't know how else, how far else he's willing to take it with either ideology or uh, many other things, many other factors. Um, there's, there's always a box for people to tell you to conform into. Other issues aside here, there are many excellent reasons why doctors might need to know your actual biological sex. It can Wait. affect what treatment they use because as it turns out, boys and girls are different, very name, different. Name one. But name more to one the point example. Here, um, this is a storyline. Name one example where a doctor has to has to know this thing to 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 do that. Otherwise, it's a specific procedure. And a specific specific procedure goes case by case. And so, by going uh, I'm a boy, but I but my body right now has a vagina um the doctor can go well okay um i can get a gynecologist in here and we can still do the thing sir it's the only thing he has a problem with is calling a pussy sir call her daddy bro call her daddy bro i i, I fucked it up i fucked it up i'm still i'm still ignorant i'm still trying to get right on uh on any of this, I I, I want to know. I, I want everybody to know that I am LGBTQ rights all the way. It's just uh, <laughs> my argumentation on this side is very bad. I have to admit that I I clicked on this video and that's my mistake. I shouldn't have. But we're already two minutes and thirty seconds in, and I'm gonna try and redeem myself by not uh, embarrassing myself any further. Again, if you're transgendered or if you are have no transgender people, please uh, I'll, forgive me. I'm trying my best, um, but uh, uh, fuck Matt Walsh. Uh, I don't think he allows people to be themselves very much at all. So uh, if I am fucking up pronouns and all of this other shit, I am really sorry. I'm I'm trying. I hope. I think. Fuck it. We're all imperfect. But uh, if you hate me, please like and subscribe because there will be more. Uh, things to bash. Normalizing the idea that young children can choose their own gender. And you should know that the actor who goes by the name Kai is a biological boy who identifies as a girl. According to his mother, he started showing signs of being a girl at 18 months. Yes, 18 months. This mother believes that an 18-month-old baby has some sort of insight into his own gender, which of course is stark raving lunacy. I don't think it's that mad because I remember I've been with several two-year-olds. Uh, I, I dated two baby mamas who, uh, not not my baby mamas, but they had uh, babies from another daddies. Uh, one was at two years old. One was around three. So, uh, but they definitely start picking up toys. They start showing interest in their own media. Um, they start you know kind of they definitely start expressing who they are at age two and then i think by age three they start getting a lot more comfortable and then they continue and i think human beings are uh evolutionary in 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 our in ourselves and so you know if i think if you're doing being a human right i think you're constantly evolving and constantly changing that doesn't mean that one day you're just going to wake up and be like oh i'm a i'm, I'm a different gender um, I think that just means that people are on a journey to find out who they are. And I think if you've settled on it, then you've ended your journey. And I wonder what you're actually up to. 
What is it these days that you use your ego for that your journey of self-discovery has ended? I'm not really sure. But if people don't need it, people don't need it, which is fine. But to say that this child can't figure out who they are, because a lot of it has to do with, you know, the toys that we play with as a child and the things that we draw and the things that we like to watch, you know, and the things that we like to listen to. These things um, inform people based on our gender. Like, I'm a boy, so I should like mud uh, uh, dirt bikes and metal music, right? That makes sense. That all makes sense, right? If I like, uh, if I like the band Vane and Metallica and, uh, a dirt bike, I should probably have a dick in, like, fucking pussies with it, right? But if, 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 if I have a pussy who, in oops, oops, if I have a pussy and I do those things, right, I should enjoy pussy as well. <laughs> But, uh, you know, there's always exceptions to that rule, too. There's there's tomboys that enjoy dick. Um, I'm getting into sexual orientation here, but it's which is not necessarily that equivalent to gender unless you're bisexual. You, you know who you are. Um, th yeah, it's this this whole conversation is ridiculous to think that a child can't actually show signs of gender identity early on because they do they they, they do and maybe he's gonna equate that to the parents influence but maybe not maybe the parent was able to give the child freedom to choose what they wanted to watch what they wanted to listen to whatever informs a child's identity that early on which i'm pretty sure is just with the toys and media that they are around because even my friend's uh two-year-old he would wake up and he wanted to watch dinosaurs all the time and he would pretend that he wanted to be a dinosaur it's he he, he might still build on characteristics in his personality that people would be like that dude is like a romp and stomp and t-rex you know metaphorically but not again I'm not really equivocating these things. I'm just trying to say that in the journey of self-discovery, a lot of the things that we take in is what informs us. But we still do choose a lot of the things that we take in, even if it is limited options around us or if they are given to us. We can still say no and then go and move on to something else. So um, there's too many variables for Matt Walsh to say that this two-year-old, like any two-year-old, would not be able to uh, be figuring out who they are. They're in the process of doing so. <sighs> I mean, that was probably a ramble jamble of a mess, and I hope you have a great day deciphering it. I'm going to have to continue on here with Matt Walsh. Uh, but please, get in the comment section and let's have a discussion. I, that's what I'm here for, honestly. Kai completed his transition at four. Four. Now, I have an almost four-year-old, plus two other kids who were four at one, one time. Um, and I can report unequivocally that four-year-olds have no idea what gender is, have no idea what boys and girls are, really. If you don't believe me, just ask a four-year-old, what's a boy, what's a girl? They won't be able to tell you. They have, indeed, no idea. I think it, it sucks for him to use his own children as anecdotal evidence. Um, it's a... Yeah, I... I, 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 I... It's, it's just, it's not a very strong argument just because parents are different, every kid is different. Uh, so to use your parenting and your, uh, your conversations with your four-year-olds, uh, I think it's kind of virtue signaling, which I thought the conservatives hated. Uh, 
and it seems to be focused on the cis straight nuclear family which is you know pretty basic bro when I think about it but you know I think I'm getting too much on this point it's anecdotal evidence that shouldn't really provide a blanket to 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 this statement yeah what anything is they have no grasp on reality whatsoever. There's a reason you can tell these kids that a giant fat man flies through the air at the speed of light, climbs down their chimneys and brings them presents, and they won't even question the claim or bat an eye. They accept it implicitly, like they accept everything else because... Well, I mean, they also accept it because you're the authority in their life. You are actually their informer of truth and reality. Because they, they don't have the psychological capacity to distinguish between fact and fiction. But I don't think that's necessarily true either. I think when kids... Like, I think kids are possible of using deductive reasoning, but, like, it's not as fluent for them because, I mean, especially with parents and uh, authority authority figures, like, they're going to believe authority and listen to authority most of the time. And then yet you still find even kids in that realm that are skeptic of authority or even just don't like authority. Um, there's kids that are pretty good at breaking that down as well. So... Matt Walsh, anecdotal evidence needs a lot more. It needs a lot more substance than that. Um, but that's we're 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 watching a video basically of people here to just bash the idea of transgender uh, people existing. And I feel like Daily Wire has this conversation periodically talking about how kids would have no idea who they are ever. They can't figure out their gender. Um, I think that's I think that's a bummer. And, you know, there's probably kids that are early on, I don't think kids have sexual desires, but I think early on kids do start showing their expressions of love. And I feel like if certain kids are showing expressions of love that are of their same sex, it may make other types of parents uncomfortable. I think it's just because it's usually breaking the mold. Um, but, you know they wouldn't be matt walsh wouldn't be able to understand a transgender people uh, person in adulthood so i don't know why he would be able to understand them as a child so um yeah i i have a hard time but my the position that i am choosing to take is to try and understand because transgender people are going to exist whether i can do anything about it or not or whether Matt Walsh can do anything about it or not, or whether even if Trump continues to dismantle their rights, they're going to continue to exist. And so far, um, they do nothing to hurt my existence. And in fact, uh, Natalie Wynn has done a lot to actually improve my existence by uh, giving me high-level ideas and giving the internet great fucking content. And I'm sure there's many more out there doing the same. So... I think it is actually my job, since they're going to exist whether I can do anything about it or not, which I can't, it's my job to understand and try to be compassionate, um, even though I live a completely different experience. Because my experience doesn't fit with Matt Walsh's experience, and Matt Walsh's experience cannot fit with mine. We live these lives. There's no way that we can ever be exactly the same. But yet, he has to have it exactly his way which i cannot subscribe to because it's exclusionary and it demands a very rigid conformity and i don't support that as being the best way for humans to proliferate where we are a society that constantly talks 
about freedom and yet the bigots hate it uh, when it's expressed in a way that it isn't that doesn't conform to their reality to their perspective of reality to their belief in reality and we then get into this stonewall of whether or not we allow them their freedom of bigotry so um yeah chaos and order constantly just playing it out in a whirlwind of uh fuckery constantly i hate the culture war but i think it's important for us to uh tackle it because i want uh i want communities to win i don't want rich individuals to win in this game of thrones reality and fantasy by accepting and promoting and imposing this absurd grotesque mind-boggling lie that four-year-olds can choose their own gender that they have somehow the maturity and agency and insight and understanding and competency to make life-altering decisions for themselves at that age we are sending the message that well four-year-olds have maturity agency understanding and competency we are sending the message that four-year-olds have enough psychological, neurological, and emotional development to choose their sex. Hmm. Which is... He's, see, he said choose their sex. So he's, he's coming at it from the biological sex perspective, which means that he doesn't even understand gender identity properly, so then you can't actually have a proper discussion with him. Just to say, according to this theory, they have quite a significant amount of psychological, neurological, and emotional development. The problem here, well, one of the countless problems is that the whole reason, uh, you know, what is the whole reason we say that adulthood starts at 18? And that, for example, a sexual relationship between an adult and a minor is not a relationship at all, but abuse. The reason we. Does everybody say that? And then also, there's uh, countries where they're like, and states where the age of consent is lower than that. So, um, not sure this is the, the direction that we want to go, um, because, like, people have problems with, like, a 30-year-old and a 60-year-old, you know, now we're starting, with the age thing, we're starting to get at, like, heaps of sand argument, it's like, what is the age when somebody can figure out their sex, and honestly, with Matt Walsh, it's never because your sex was given to you at birth. You don't choose it. You don't decide. And, you know, that's another thing that society takes away from you. If you, you know, get down to it. Or, you know, in Matt Walsh's society. We give is that children are not psychologically, neurologically, and emotionally developed. The entire basis for the laws that allow us... I don't think all people are psychologically or emotionally developed all the time. It depends on the individual. To put adults who prey on children in jail is that children quite literally can not consent to sexual relationships because they don't understand what they're doing or what the consequences are or what it means. It's so this this kind of hinges on the, the, the argument that the parents told the child what gender they are that the, the parents' influence had it more than the child's own influence. So he's actually removing the child's agency, and he's removing the individualism of that child, assuming that the parents led him completely pushing him down, pushing the child down this road. Um, yeah, that's, that's, that's bad, Matt. 
that's bad. You should not be removing a child's agency. And I get it. You're not actually speaking to a real child. You're not really even acknowledging a real child. You're using Kai as an example. But I think if you were to actually interview a real child and see if they actually came up with who they are uh, by themselves, like actually searching within and finding who they are the same way that I don't, I'm not sure you did. It's, it, it seems like you were given the conventions of today's contemporary society and went like, yep, that's exactly who I am. Um, other people, they want to challenge that and be who they truly are, which doesn't always fit inside conventions. So, uh, sorry, Matt, but you should probably try to talk to more people and see if the world is a wider spectrum than you think it is. Et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And yet now we're saying, oh, never mind. In fact, children, even at the age of four, actually are enormously mature and developed, so much so that they can choose to alter their entire identity and make decisions that will have a profound impact on their lives forever even to the point of taking drugs that will chemically castrate them. So you see where this see, leads, Hope. And again, we, you know, I've heard this argument from right-wingers all the time, too, is that a lot of, you know, if you done properly, the, the, the inhibitors aren't going, like the testosterone inhibitors or the estrogen inhibitors aren't going to affect a child uh, toxically. Like, it's not going to kill them, and it's not going to ruin their development later on. The, the only reason why you're doing this is if they're suffering from gender dysphoria. Yeah, I think. But also, if they if they already have figured out who they are, right, and then they start taking those inhibitors at a young enough age, then they can start to ensure that they take the right hormones when they are growing into the person that they are to become. Matt Walsh doesn't understand it. I don't either, but I'm still willing to try. I'm not going to sit here and uh, even allow somebody to just fucking build a wall on people not... Uh, like, you... Mm. God damn it, dude. How can you be an individualist, but then as soon as somebody is an actual individual, you want to invalidate their existence because it doesn't conform to your masses? Whoa. Hopefully. What we have here is a developing narrative about childhood and childhood psychology and the capacities of children that is extraordinarily dangerous and can only lead to terrible things. And that is, we should emphasize, completely wrong on every level. And contrary to science, common sense, morality, and basic human decency. So yes, yep. the movie about the twerking girls is bad. Surprise, surprise. Who knew that Matt Walsh would say that exploring your gender identity would be uh, the, the pipeline to degeneracy. Who knew? Who knew? Not I. Not anybody in on the left wing of the American political spectrum. Nobody knew that. Nope. That's certainly not a uh, prevalent conservative belief. It's not something that conservatives constantly believe or dispout. Never. Alright. So, moving on. Uh, thank you, Matt Walsh, for that great segment of ignorance and uh, total uh, undesire of wanting to understand and expand your knowledge of the spectrum of humanity. How is YouTube today? Oh, dude, absolutely outstanding. Let me just... You... Nice. All right, so next we have reporter, uh, journalist, quote-unquote, 
uh, a beanie wearer, Tim Cast, Tim Pool, uh, here to tell us about how Trump says Democrats are stealing the election with vote by mail, and how he votes to deploy police to stop fraud. So what I'm interested here is how Tim Pool is going to justify an American president sending out police to polling stations. Because 2020 is the most normal year ever. Um, and, there, you know, there was nothing, nothing whatsoever fascistic about the uh, Protect American Communities Task Force uh, arresting and uh, attacking protesters in Oregon. Please, Tim, enlighten me on how cops at polling stations is going to be a good idea. Over the past several months, we've seen tons of problems emerge due to mail-in voting. From ballots not being counted, several people actually being indicted for voter fraud charges. In New York, the election was delayed. They didn't know who was going to win, and now they're just calling it for the incumbent. So the race is being contested by the challenger. In Patterson, New Jersey. I think that was just the primaries, though. I think that was just the Democratic primaries in New York. So not as big a deal as he thinks it is. It did kind of set a precedent for Trump to be like, oh, ha, ha, yes, New York, New York, uh, delayed it. Why can't I? Uh. Where we had several indictments and one in five votes being discounted. But also, federal- like, the, the, the elections have not been held, uh, handled very well, especially, like, Democrats fucking suck, bro. Like, they fucked up the primaries. Judge has ruled the whole thing must be completely redone. I think it's obvious to anybody who's being honest that mail-in voting is broken, yet still Democrats insist we must have universal mail-in voting. Where I live in New Jersey, they're going to be sending out ballots to everybody, whether you want one or not, and I'm not happy about it. Because of this, Donald Trump is accusing Democrats (laughs) of trying to- You, You have to be registered to vote. Steal the election, and I think there's one really good reason he may be right. Anthony Fauci has already said we can vote in person so long as we wear masks and maintain proper social distancing. But still, but still, it's higher risk. That's you have to acknowledge that even going to the protests, you take a higher risk chance of catching Corona. But you have to decide what is possible and what is needed. It is possible to do mail in voting during a pandemic. It is possible because we've had mail-in voting for a very long time. And it is also possible to go to a protest because it is very necessary in order to make sure tyranny does not run the streets. Democracy must be in the streets in order to stop tyranny. And I'm sure Tim Pool agrees with this because I'm sure he was on the side of the lockdown protests. Democrats insist because of COVID, we must have mail-in voting. In response to this, Trump has said he will deploy law enforcement and even attorney generals to polling places to prevent the fraud. Unfortunately, I don't think he can actually do that. So Trump's between a rock and a hard place. If he does. Unfortunately, I don't think he can have cops at our polling stations in a democracy. (laughs) I mean, like at this point, like conservatives are just proto fascists, are they not? Because like to be cool with that is just wild. There's no legitimate democracy that needs police at polling stations try to intervene to prevent fraud they'll also voter fraud is like less than one percent i'll say he's a fascist and he's trying to take over he's trying to cheat but if he does nothing 
then we're going to see a ton of ballots discounted. We're going to see some dirty games being played. Dude, we're already seeing dirty games being played. The Postmaster General is shutting down sorting machines. Like, you want to bolster the USPS in a time of need, not weaken it. How is he that blind to the situation that is going on? Played, and then Donald Trump may actually lose. Or is he but just there a liar? There is another theory that's going around. You see, many people said if Trump delays the election, that Nancy Pelosi eventually becomes president. And this is technically true if Pelosi wins re-election. Her term is set to end on, I believe, January 3rd and Trump's on January 20th, which means they could certify the results of Nancy Pelosi's run. And then she is the Speaker of the House. Donald Trump's election gets delayed until after the 20th, and then they make Pelosi the president. Now, this could just be that, a fringe no. theory, but Trump that's, did yeah, bring that's it up not saying gonna happen. he didn't know if it was true or just a theory. But Nancy Pelosi did say in the past that Donald Trump will... <laughs> Oh my god. Uh, it's a conspiracy to make Nancy Pelosi the president. The evil left. The left. <laughs> He'll be leaving whether he knows it or not. Perhaps just some hyperbole, a rhetorical threat that we're going to win, or the Democrats are seriously playing some very dirty games. I think dirty games are afoot. One story from ABC News says that 46 states will see ballots go uncounted. So if we know all of these. I like how he says that and he has the ability to bring it up because he's he's doing the same thing I am, which is like, uh, you know, the computer's on screen. And if you know, if you're listening to the podcast, go to YouTube, Poor Dumb Rebel. It's on there. ABC News. 46 percent. Votes. Not counted. I know I'm abbreviating, but you gotta check sources, man. Mail in vote rules. Oh, I, I said percents, but it's actually uh, six states. All right. Seven days ago, this was reported. Come on. Load. Load, motherfucker. I ain't got all day. All right. All right, mail-in voting rules in 46 states may leave some ballots uncounted, United States Postal Service warns. Uh, at least 23 states' mail-in ballots might not be delivered in time. So that's not necessarily a problem. Like, if we have to actually expect, right, a, a slower election process, then we can prepare for these things. But Trump is also saying that he wants the day of wants the fucking day of as as if nothing is happening and also by november we don't even know how bad the pandemic is going to worsen over the next month as schools reopen and most economies are starting to act as if everything's back to normal so we have to take into consideration that september and october are going to be completely shit could happen not sure um in recent weeks, Postal Service General Counsel Thomas Marshall penned letters warning that states may be overestimating the speed with which ballots will move through the mail. If the post office is not afforded a few extra days of leeway to deliver ballots to the election offices, Marshall warned that late-arriving ballots could leave some voters disenfranchised. So this is not 
a failing of the USPS. This is a failing of support for the USPS. That is so simple to fucking find and figure out if you were actually concerned about the democracy of our nation and not so much about Donald Trump fucking returning to power come January 20th, 2021. Please, everyone who is conservative, go find a thick, long orange dildo and fuck yourself with it. These problems are happening. Sorry, I got why a bit toxic do there. they insist? And why all of the problems with their primary uh, primary elections? Perhaps it's because yeah, they yeah, know. No, 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 no. Dude, see, I even said at the beginning of this that the Democrats did a shit job with their primaries. They did horrible. They should have delayed the first two. And they should have done a better job with getting mail-in voting in, I think it was Wisconsin. I can't remember exactly if it was Wisconsin or Ohio that they fucked up pretty bad. But they should have done a much better job. But they also wanted a weekend election so that they could push out a certain candidate that they didn't want to actually run. Think about that. Oh, this is their in. Maybe not to actually cheat. You know, Donald Trump says they want to steal the election. Maybe it's not because they're going to be forging votes or anything, but they're going to cause such chaos that no one knows who actually won. In the event Trump actually does win, they can accuse him of cheating and say it wasn't legitimate. Or perhaps they will delay the election long enough with constant lawsuits over all of these messed up elections. With all of the actions he's taking, it is completely within the realm for the, the Democratic Party to say that this was not a legitimate uh, election. But also by doing that, they're putting our democracy at great risk. Great, 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 great risk. Um, because if you break, if you if you call one election, we we already have one election was was delegitimized pretty hard. Like Democrats aren't sitting very well with that one, and then uh, Republicans are saying that the whole thing, Russia being a hoax. There's so many problems of the legitimacy of our government and of our elections right now. And if they cannot justify themselves, they will just oppress. And I think that's exactly the job and position that Trump is perfect for, which he has shown in Oregon. I'm not saying it's going to work and that it's going to bring positive vibes after after the election day or the in, up until 2021 when we have to find out what kind of bullshit we're going to be dealing with that year. But there's already the possibility of all of this just completely breaking apart the country. Like, the culture war is leading to a head, and it's dog shit that uh, Tim Pool is just all for it because he doesn't like the way that uh, neoliberalism has been running America for a while. But to be honest, dude, like, neoliberalism is just fascism light. You know, it's it, it allows certain freedoms, but, dude, like, it's authoritarian. And it, it's only going to increase more. Neoliberalism is just the evolution of liberalism. So just imagine what's going to be the evolution of neoliberalism, bro. Neo and results everywhere. And Nancy Pelosi becomes the president. I don't know if that's true, but I'll tell you this. Trump's threat to send in law enforcement is serious. It may just be late night TV talk. Or maybe he really will try to secure our elections. Either way, Democrats are going to jump on How this. So let's read into this and see what's going on. Like and I've got though. some stories about maybe the problems we're seeing with mail-in voting. And we'll talk about Trump sending in law enforcement. Before we get started, head over to TimCast.com oh to up. get my videos. Share this video. Accuses law enforcement to polling stations to stop voter fraud. They say the president told Fox News' Sean Hannity... Thursday night that he plans to send in troops, including sheriffs, law enforcement, U.S. attorneys and attorney generals to monitor the election, a move legal experts have cast doubt on. 
he blasted the November election as the most fraudulent election in history and made the extreme claim that ballots may only be sent out to blue areas of the country. Trump had it hasn't even happened yet. And Trump has been just berating the idea that it's fraud and that it's already been delegitimized. And it's fascinating that Tim Pool still thinks it's the Democrats, though. It's Trump. Trump's doing this all on his own. Trump only has to do it by himself to ruin it. Called into Fox News' Hannity one hour before Joe Biden formally accepted the Democratic presidential nomination Thursday in one of a series of appearances intentionally clashing with the closing night of the Democratic National Convention. When asked by Hannity if you would deploy poll watchers to voting stations to prevent fraud, in the upcoming election, Trump claimed we're going to have everything. We're going to have sheriffs. We're going to have law enforcement. We're going to have sheriffs? and hope, uh, he says we're going to have hopefully U.S. attorneys. We're going to have everybody and attorney generals. Trump provided no further. I can see that if he loses by a big margin, he is just going to sue the fuck out of him, like and just delay shit even longer. It, Trump's not going to leave off details on the troops he will send into polling stations or what their role will entail. However, legal experts said the president has no authority to take such action. Rick Hassan, an election law expert at the University of California at Irvine, told CNN, Trump does not have the legal power to deploy local law enforcement officials to monitor elections, but that he could hire off-duty cops for the job. The move could also <laughs> face a backlash from Democrats who could claim the president was suppressing voters. And that's probably what they want, because even if they do lose, they need something to say you know, some some kind of evidence that Trump's election was illegitimate. So if Trump does have private security, sheriffs or anybody, they'll just scream. He cheated. He's scared. How does he not see that Trump using his position in the office to. Uh, let's see, uh, to assure the results of the election isn't um, conflict of interest or abuse of power. Um, if he doesn't see that that's an abuse of power, then he would feel very comfortable in uh, communist China or communist Russia. Wow. He wants to be there so bad, just so as long as it includes hamburgers and football. <laughs> people away. And then they'll claim some people who are newly legal citizens or people were scared of getting arrested or people are scared of police. They'll use the Black Lives Matter line. Yeah. that they're worried about police brutality. And so people were being kept away and it targeted minority voters. They will take any excuse they can get. Yep. They say the president has repeatedly they. hit out at mail-in voting and claimed it will cost him the election. But his latest comments also point to him having, having a seated distrust for in-person voting as well. Trump then returned to slamming mail-in balloting saying, 51 million ballots will be sent indiscriminately with many being sent to dead people. And this is- the only source for this article is shit that Trump has been saying with, like, impunity. Like, he's been saying this shit for so long, and they're taking it in as if, like, this is just, like, coming from the Census Bureau. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> what a bunch of sheep, bro. Like, what the fuck? The Daily Mail and Tim Pool are just ready to lick the boot as soon as it's placed upon the pedestal. They're at a, cl a shoe cleaning service. That's what they are. They are shoe cleaners for the boot. That is exactly what Tim Pool, Sean Hannity, Tucker Carlson, Ben Shapiro, everybody who is defending this president is just a shoe shiner. They are a boot licking shoe shiner, bro. Like there is no other way to explain this shit because as soon as they actually saw tyranny, they stepped right over 
over to the side and said, Please, sir, allow me to spit shine that shit so shiny that I can see my reflection in it because I love seeing myself in you. Probably true. They're talking about sending 51 million ballots out to anybody who, you know, nobody knows who is going to get them. It's a horrible thing. It's a fraudulent election. Everybody knows it. You don't even have to know politics to know it. And I'm just going to say... It's fascinating because he is just sabotaging the shit out of it. He's being so upfront about it. It's brazen. It's almost exactly like the video of Steve Bannon being like, hey, here with the Build-A-Wall Foundation, here's the guy who took all your money. And it's like Trump showing up being like, hey, welcome to my press conference. I'm the guy who's breaking the election. It's a fraud. It's fraudulent. The Democrats need to be stopped. And you're, huh? this most of you if you follow my videos you know this i've actually got a mail-in ballot sitting right next to me for oh, yeah. somebody who doesn't live in this house and hasn't lived here for quite some time i have no idea what i'm supposed to do with it but i imagine what's great is he posted that picture on twitter and he blacked out the names and address which makes sense because you don't want any of that out there but i could do that i could take a picture of my ballot block out the name and the address and be like look at this they sent me a ballot that doesn't belong here if there are some nefarious actors out there, they could easily go to any mailbox for anybody they know is neglecting their mail or isn't. And here's the thing, too, is that he's not acknowledging is that most uh, throughout history, the, 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 the problem that has been uh, prevalent in voting is that a lot of votes are not counted because of like tiny little errors. Either they can't read your name or you uh, entered a certain uh, part of your address wrong or you didn't bubble in right or you used the wrong kind of color pen or you know when you turned in your ballot it didn't have a stamp. There's a lot of actual requirements that aren't made explicit in voting like especially in mail-in this has been a problem but there's already a ton of things a ton of factors that invalidate people's votes and you, you if you're listening or watching this please look into your states and your county's uh requirements when you send in your mail-in or if you actually happen to have to go to the polls there's actually certain requirements that uh, voter suppression has been growing in so many fucking ways. I'm surprised that those votes actually get out there. And it makes me wonder sometimes, because they're always like, there's 100 million people didn't vote. How dare you? I wonder if that number is actually contributed or has contributions from the fact that a lot of ballots are invalidated after being received because of certain guidelines that were not met. The fact that Tim Pool here is going to avoid that is again more proof that he's more interested in licking Donald Trump's loafers than he is actually America the experiment that is America where our founding fathers as flawed and terrible as they were left us a great blueprint I admit this left us a great blueprint to work towards a egalitarian uh, oof, egalitarian? An egalitarian society of inclusion and prosperity. But what we have to do is begin to come together rather than continually splitting this divide, which has apparently been growing since the Civil War, or has it even been around then? Because even during the slave times, there was the North and the South who had different things of ways of operating. Have we always been this divided? What would actually be the thing that would bring us together? Would it actually be better if we had a wall splitting us like the Berlin across the entire state? I have no idea. I have no idea, and uh, America is going to be completely different than it is a uh, hundred years from now. Uh, so maybe you know, let's just read some sci-fi no novels, 
trip some acid and vote for Joe Biden in the name of harm reduction and then get in the streets for some better change. I can't convince conservatives of that though because they've already dug their heels so deep in the idea that the best way to 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 progress the American experiment is to sit in conservatism and defend the status quo. Thank you for joining me on Talks News, where I am completely unbiased, unfair, uh, toxic, absurd, and I know it. I just don't care. I don't care. I don't care. There's nothing I care about. I am the nihilist ubermensch who only wishes to watch Joe Biden eat the flesh of children. I'm just fucking around. I don't like Joe Biden. I don't like Trump. What I really want to see is America evolve into the ideals that it professes and that it propagandized around the world. Um, that got all the immigrants here, which, you know, all right, I'm not going to get into that because I would get a lot longer, longer discussion. There's, there's so much to America and to defend the status quo is to leave out the vast expansion, much like the wayward, the, the West expansion that they did back in the, the 1800s. There's st still so much we can expand upon. And it's so sad that conservatives just want to do the same thing over and over again until it leads to the inevitable authoritarian fascist state that power, power just wants. Voting, and they could take it and fraudulently vote. So yeah, there is a real potential for fraud here. Whether or not fraud is widespread, the fact He acknowledges there's, a, there's potential for fraud, but he's not willing to acknowledge that it's coming from Trump or his postmaster general or his attorney general. Or the Republicans in his state, in the in the, in the the governors, you know, the the senators that are on his side that come from certain states. Remains there are serious problems with mail-in voting, and the potential for fraud. Why are Democrats trying to create a gaping hole in security? Is beyond me. Unless you want to speculate. But what is the kind of security that you want? He wants his people, specifically police which would make uh, voting very uncomfortable and specifically also he wants uh, lawyers and attorney generals there to make sure that the ballots aren't uh, fraudulent right uh, but we already have the necessary people there to make sure that ballots are right and correct like this is that's the the validation system of votes is probably the only thing we have what we're more concerned about is whether or not they're going to receive those votes even beforehand because the way he's suppressing the 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 united states post office it's going to slow down significantly how many votes are being moved from the the post office to the actual counting facility where they're going to validate the votes that in itself before they even get received is the problem. God damn it, Tim. They're playing dirty games. This week, the president cast his own vote in Florida's 21st district primary election by absentee ballot. They say mail-in vote, but it was absentee after changing his official residence from New York to Palm Beach and uh, back in October, despite his repeated claims that the there's not a lot of difference between absentee and mail-in voting. Um, if you have universal mail-in voting, it only sends it to registered voters. Um, the absentee is just to request a ballot. It's almost like early. It's 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 just to make sure that you actually get your ballot, or you're not going to make it during the poll times. There's a lot of reasons why you would order an absentee ballot, but it's still you need to be registered to vote to get one. 
So uh, the mail-in just makes sure that it's all sent out at the same time. Everybody receives their votes. But if you're registered. So if we really focus in and being like, hey, this election is really important and we need to double verify that we have everybody that we need, you know, the state needs to ensure that their infrastructure is there. But the the federal government needs to make sure that the states are funded well enough to proceed. So it's not just incompetence. It's also neglect. Neglect is the main issue I find to be here. And it's coming from the top all the way down. Just like Corona. Ah! The mail-in system is rigged. Yes, Daily Mail. It's because absentee ballots are different. But Trump told Hannity mail-in balloting and absentee (laughs) balloting are different. And the the latter is very secure. A lot of people use absentee. But that's when you go through a process. You ask for it. They send it. (laughs) Guess what? You go through a process to register to vote to you. It's very secure. There is nothing like going to the voter booth, but absentee is good. Now, in this photo they have, it says the president claimed ballots may only be sent out to blue rays of the country. You can see someone casting a vote by putting it into a big metal ballot box that says 24-hour video surveillance. But that doesn't matter. If some crazy person was trying to threaten the election, they don't need to go up and steal the box. They could just do something awful to the box. And I'm not going to I don't want to give anybody any ideas, but they could easily (laughs) cast out on the election. They could commit acts of violence on that box. They could punch the shit out of it. They could stab it. Um, So he's making the justification now that we're going to need cops on scene because people are going to actually tamper with the ballot boxes. Um, I feel like giving people the idea that, you know, the cops are needed to do that is going to, you know, Braze, give brazen trolls the idea that they should go around and just fuck around with the boxes and just see what happens. By doing something to this box that could compromise the ballots inside of it. It's just one single opening. So yeah, there's a potential for fraud. Think about it. With all of the polling stations or ballot boxes just in placed there. in the grass at random places across this country. I said, okay, not necessarily random, but That's at these crime. municipal areas. So you shouldn't do it. People could just tamper with and them. And it's also wrong. And then you're going to see lawsuits endlessly. And that's when it comes to the argument about delaying the election, not trying to steal it, but delay it so that Nancy Pelosi becomes the president. I bring you now to this uh, this tweet from Jennifer Jacobs. Trump says there's a mad theory that if there's no final election result by the end of the year, Pelosi would become president, says he doesn't know if that's a theory or a fact. Ben Jacobs tweets, Trump now seems to be suggesting the possibility well, he's, that Democrats might deliberately... You see that he is suggesting a theory. I don't know if it's true. It's a rumor. Which, you know, then you know people take rumors and then they attach uh, other stuff to it. Which then, you know, other you know loose facts or even lies that then make it a theory. A conspiracy theory. ...avoid counting votes and having a clear winner of the presidential election so that Nancy Pelosi would become acting president. Now, mind you, July 20th, Pelosi did say that Donald Trump will be leaving the White House whether he knows it yet or not. Like I mentioned, perhaps just some strong rhetoric. We're going to win. He might not realize it, but he is out of there. It's great. It's just perfect that like the Democrats are just that imperfect antagonist to the conservatives. 
and yet like this uh, this article quote is just terrible but yeah it does like this this whole thing is just building that boogeyman left that is leading us into the third red scare so that's great or perhaps she's betting on the the fiasco of mail-in voting and lawsuits and the delay to get her into the office let's entertain the possibility with a fact check from USA Today. And the reason I'm doing this is because is Trump, Trump says they want to steal the election. Well, there's the obvious, more conspiratorial line of thinking that they're rigging everything. They're, they're, they're doing something. Look, I'll, I'll tell you this. I think they're playing dirty games. To what end? I don't know. But there's the overt. It's funny. They're going to try and it's stuff funny. He doesn't know, and he doesn't have any evidence, and all he's running off of is something that the president floated around. And yet we have actual examples of shit that Trump is doing. Including the shit he says. Ballots. They're going to find ballots. They're going to, you know, hide Republican ballots. They're going to disqualify Republican ballots. Trump says they may only send ballots to blue areas. Those are the those are the overt, right? The obvious ideas, the obvious theories. But what about Pelosi becoming president? USA Today wrote on August 7th, fact checked. President Pelosi? No. House Speaker wouldn't assume role amid Election Day. Now, this fact check, in my opinion, is wrong delay because it operates on the, under the assumption that if the federal election is delayed, everything is delayed. But what would happen if the election happens? Pelosi wins, but the results of the presidential election are delayed. Then, yes, stands to reason Pelosi would become the president. It doesn't. It doesn't. No one no one would actually become president um we 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 we, what we have is a failure in our democracy and our system and we're certainly not gonna come out the other side of it very clean um but this is just purporting the idea that also so for one it's getting conservatives on the idea that they really need to get pelosi out of office so that the next uh house what is it house speaker uh is uh an ally or that if they can't do that, then Pelosi is going to take over and take all your guns. Either either side's fucking crazy. Maybe that's the game. They say, when President Donald Trump tweeted July 30th about his qualms with mail-in voting and suggested that perhaps the 2020 general election should be delayed, citing a need to properly, securely, and safely vote, there was a panicked response. Under the Constitution, a president does not have the power to change an election date. That's Congress's call. But if Congress did choose to push Election Day into 2021 and passed the constitutionally mandated Inauguration Day, who would take office on January 20th? President Pelosi quickly trended on Twitter and screenshots of those tweets were shared on other social media platforms in response to the widespread claim that Nancy Pelosi would be next in line to take office on January 20th if there had not yet been a vote. This is true. She would. However, they say, he says this is true, but the, the the beginning of the article says that it's not true. And you, I'm sure you would have to read past this paragraph to get to the Quote, point where it if says If the president doesn't true. get reelected or vacate by Inauguration Day on January... Let's just Google something real quick. Because I have a feeling of what he's about to do. See, it's not the next paragraph. All right. 
February 20th, the Speaker of the House would serve as acting president. That means President Nancy Pelosi reads the tweet. Nope. Correct me if nope. I'm wrong. <laughs> but if an election gets delayed, doesn't the Speaker of the House become, become interim president at the end of the incumbent's term? So Trump wants President Pelosi? Reads another widely spread tweet, also shared via screenshot on Facebook. Now, on the surface, USA Today's fact check is true. If Trump delayed the entire election, Pelosi would be out of office on the third. And I believe every single member of the House would be out. There'd be no House. Now, that would be devastating because, well, then there's no House of Representatives. There would be some senators, but they would be mostly Democrats. They go on to say, the 20th Amendment to the U.S. Constitution says the terms of the president and vice president end at noon, January 20th. If an election had not taken place by the date and successors has not, have not been chosen, Trump and, Pre and Vice President Pence would be out of office. Behind the president in the, in the line of succession is the Speaker of the House, Nancy Pelosi. It makes sense to assume she'd then take the role of president, but that assumption ignores two important points. Pelosi is also up for re-election in 2020, and the Constitution puts an end date on the terms of members, too. They say that the 20th Amendment the 20th Amendment says terms of senators and representatives end at noon, January 3rd. If a federal election were delayed, then no vote would take place to reelect or remove Pelosi from office. She, too, would have to step down from her position. In that case, the president pro tempore of the Senate, next in line, would assume office as president. Currently, that person is Senator Chuck Grassley, a Republican of Iowa. But so what they're saying here is that actually... Everything Tim Pool has been saying is just true about Nancy Pelosi becoming president after this is all false and that it's Chuck Grassley. So why aren't we talking about who why like who Chuck Grassley is and why would we want him to be our president? Cuz we don't. There's more. If no federal election took place, Pelosi wouldn't be the only member of Congress to leave office. There are 35 senators up for re-election, 22 Republicans. And if they were all removed without any successors, the 100-member Senate would have just 65 members with Democrats in the majority. Because all of that, those senators... That's still pretty wild because Trump can literally break our, break our, uh, our government. He can, he can do that. He can break the legislative fucking branch just with this. Wow. Would technically then choose a new Senate president pro like just completely missing the real threat. Republicans might be able to maintain their hold in the Senate thereafter, though. A congressional researcher service report, research service report, continuity of government, says that in the case of a Senate vacancy, depending on state law, governors may make a temporary appointment until an, until an election can be held. That means vacant seats formerly held by Democrats could be filled by Republicans or vice versa, depending on the governor's pick. In the case of vacancies in the House, governors can issue a writ of election to fill those vacancies, according to the report. They go on to say the election is like is unlikely to be delayed and thus their rating is false. Nancy Pelosi will not be the president. In this circumstance, it would not matter if Donald Trump sends out law enforcement because they're just trying to delay the election only for the president. They want the congressional election to carry out like normal so that Nancy Pelosi is reelected let me just tell you. Yeah, but you know that you know that's a problem, right? Because like in order for that to work, the ballots have to be counted all the way. You can't invalidate just the presidential ballot. That doesn't that's not how it works. The whole ballot has all of it. So if you delay the election, you can't delay just one over the other because of where they sit in their office. Like all the ballots contain the same shit, Tim. 
That's a very simple fact. So if the if Trump delays the election, which he's floated about doing because he's very concerned about fraud, right? He can delay all of this and cause all of this. But he's they said it's unlikely to happen. Uh, but you know, Mitch McConnell seeing seeing seeming pretty uh, confident, and I think with sixty five Democrats being the only ones to remain in the Senate, I could see that as a reason why Republicans might not want to uh, have Trump delay the election. But we don't know, we don't know what's going to happen. Uh, but you know, they the, we could end up with uh, sixty five senators and no House of Representatives and President Chuck Grassley. So. Uh, think about that. It's, that's that's more likely of the scenario that USA Today is putting out, and Tim Pool's just ignoring because he's convinced that Nancy Pelosi is going to be president because it better fits his agenda of painting the left as this evil cabal. Next in line to become the president. And let me just tell you, the Democrats refuse to let go. They refuse to lose after they've lost, Hillary Clinton still won't shut up about it. And I'm going to show you something that's going to make but you guess laugh. guess who is Check president? Guess who is president? Guess who didn't send police out? Guess who didn't demand a recount? Guess who didn't say the delay? Like, oh my God, dude. Obvious tyranny, and he ignores it. Out. Noah Rothman tweets, this is becoming unhealthy. And in this image, we can see from C-SPAN, Dem Democratic governors get it done. Progress in red and purple states. And here we have Governor Tony Evers, Governor Andy Bash uh, Bashir, Governor Gretchen, Gretchen Whitmer, Governor Tim Waltz, and then you have Stacey Abrams. She's not a governor. She lost. But she won't stop. She won't. <laughs> Neither will Hillary Clinton. <laughs> my god just because she makes an appearance what if she's the host i have no idea but just because of her appearance she just won't stop she just keeps talking these democrats refuse to accept that <laughs> they lost so here's uh -huh. what happens next in patterson new jersey where there was literal cheating okay okay I, I, uh, there was accused cheating because several people have been charged indicted on voter fraud charges, which I believe they're denying, and they are innocent until proven guilty, one in five votes were disqualified. And now a new election is being ordered in a race marred by voter fraud charges. This is unacceptable. What happens? There's, you have this one district in Patterson, New Jersey. So what do you think is going to happen when you have a presidential election with widespread mail-in voting? What you see in Patterson, you will see everywhere. And then what? They're going to call a redo, a new election? And then, at least temporarily, Nancy Pelosi becomes president. It could happen. Marco Rubio said it. There's not going to be. It's fascinating. He brings up this anecdotal evidence, but doesn't really even get into, like, why, who, what, when, where, why. You know, it's, it's so frustrating. Judges ruled that a new election will be held in November for a disputed Patterson City Council seat. Just weeks after the race's apparent winner and sitting council were charged with voter fraud. So, 
Alex Mendez had won a special election on May 12th. It was a special election, so it doesn't wasn't necessarily one that was normal either uh, to fill the seat. But claims of voter fraud were since received. An investigation was then launched after the U.S. Postal Service's law enforcement arm told the state attorney general's office about hundreds of mail-in ballots located in a mailbox in Peterson, along with more found in nearby Halliden. So it sounds like uh, some votes weren't delivered. In fact, it sounds like they might have been stashed. So, uh, you know, that one I wouldn't put in the in the framework of neglect or incompetence that one's just nefarious like that was methodical it had not no no, it's not methodical it was probably nefarious if not neglect but located at a mailbox in peterson uh voter fraud charges were brought uh so he's probably not going to be in office again yeah he wasn't sworn into office so that that's gonna be evolving but it's one of those cases that uh trump's probably going to use as an example but when you read into it it sounds like uh it was intent to be an election night many people have said there will not be election night why because of mail-in votes and then you're going to see this donald trump on election night with in-person voting will have a strong lead They'll argue, <laughs> well, normally this means Trump you mean with should a win. 40% but Democrats are being encouraged to vote by mail, even though Fauci himself said, you can vote in person. So then they're going to start finding new mail-in ballots as they trickle in. Joe Biden will come closer and closer to winning. We'll then see contested elections. Donald Trump it will, will file suit in many different areas. Joe Biden will counter with lawsuits. The whole thing will be jammed up. And then on January 20th, they'll say, well, you know, we can't do anything about it because of Trump's lawsuits. It's his fault. Nancy Pelosi becomes president. How about that? Don't take my word for it. According to ABC News, on the 15th, mail-in voting rules in 46 states may leave some ballots uncounted, USPS warns. If you love the Postal Service, then heed their warning. That's the so ballots will wild. go That's un- so wild. They're like saying that, they're, that there's ballots that aren't going to be counted, and yet he's on this conspiracy theory that they're just going to find ballots to count. You can't have your cake and eat it too, Tim. Can't. Counted. And there it is. Trump will have no choice but to file a lawsuit against this because they're going to discount his votes. If you thought the year 2000 with Gore v. Bush was bad, wait till you have mandatory universal mail-in voting because of the likes of Phil Murphy in New Jersey. I did not agree to this. Mandatory mail-in voting. And I'm sure, Tim, you're going to order an absentee ballot. What a dick. I've lived in New Jersey for, for, for several years, and now they're forcing mail-in voting upon us, and it's going to be a disaster. It absolutely is. uh, We've already seen the evidence, and they're telling us right now. Trump is suing New Jersey because of this. They say the Trump campaign on Tuesday filed a lawsuit against New Jersey after Governor Phil Murphy issued an executive order requiring every voter in the state to receive a mail-in ballot. In addition to being allowed... He doesn't find it suspicious that Trump is suing uh, uh, a state uh, to make sure that everybody can vote. I I find it more suspicious that Trump is suing somebody who's trying to be prepared for voting in November rather than 
uh, somebody being prepared in November. Out to vote in person if desired as a safety precaution during the coronavirus pandemic. Oh, this is going to be spicy. So what? What? I'm going to get a, a, a mail-in ballot even though I intend to vote in person. And then what happens? Duplicate votes. They're going to claim some people voted twice. Yeah, but there's uh, there's ways into that. And then also, too, if he's doing, uh, in addition to being allowed to vote in person as desired as a safety precaution during the coronavirus. Yeah. So it says at the first paragraph right there that it's a safety precaution, which means that they're already taking into consideration that they're going to receive double votes. And the idea is to only count one, Tim, but still to make sure that your vote is received. The fact that you don't want to make sure that your vote is actually received is ridiculous because you think that just by mailing, just by voting in person, that it's going to guarantee that it's much more uh, safe because I'm pretty sure those have their issues of being uncounted because of, you know, writing errors in your name and shit being not where it's supposed to be. So don't even, dude. It's going to be utter bedlam. And they know it. They absolutely do. The we AP story, because of the way a Trump's judge acting. has ruled that a new election will be held in November for a disputed Patterson City Council seat just weeks after the race's apparent winner and a sitting councilman were charged with voter fraud. With voter fraud. But what about the Democrats? Are they in, in, in unified in their calls for mail-in mail ballots? They're not. And this is what's really interesting. We have this story from... So he brings up that voter fraud, but he doesn't go into the exact reason why there was voter fraud, and it's because the ma the, the votes were hidden. They were they were placed in mailboxes and never found. Uh, he, yet he's still equating it to the idea that it's as if they sent in a flood of votes. It's not what happened. It's that uh, Alexander Mendez had used his position to hide votes, to stash them away and secure power. From the AP that says, uh, I'm sorry, from Politico, it says the AP calls primary for Carolyn Maloney over challenger Suraj Patel. Suraj Patel is arguing that the vote was pre the results are preliminary and it's not fair because ballots are being discounted. And you know what the Democrats are saying? These challengers to the establishment Democrats are just fueling and agreeing with Donald Trump's rhetoric, accusing mail-in voting of being broken. That's the game. Yeah, they're delegitimizing a more progressive uh, candidate, um, they're, uh, by saying that they're siding with Donald Trump is just to invalidate them, but Siraj could be right that, uh, Carolyn here had actually done some cheating. So, it's possible. Um, I don't think that Democrats are necessarily innocent, but, uh, yeah, I would have to look at that case specifically. It's just so blatant that Trump's uh, behind most of the actual general election uh, dismantling, um, that all this anecdotal evidence of Democrat, Democrat, Democrat is just so vapid. It's it's empty. But uh, we need to do these case by cases and actually get down to the truth, and then maybe stop uh, subscribing to political parties. If you're you're either with us or against us. The Dems don't like the progressives either. So here it comes. Yep. They say Let's the Democratic right primary results have been up in the air since June twenty third. This story is from August 5th, mind you. It took, what, over a month to finally figure out who won, and it was still preliminary. They say the AP called the race for Maloney after the City Board of Elections certified the results on Tuesday. Patel said Wednesday he would not concede. I'm thrilled the voters 
of New York's 12 have decided to return me to Congress for another term with a decisive winning margin that clearly reflects the will of the voters. Maloney, who represents parts of Manhattan and Queens and chairs the House Oversight and Reform Committee, said after the elections board certified the results. A judge has ordered the Board of Elections to count more ballots in the race in response to a lawsuit brought by Patel, an attorney and professor, and other candidates. Thousands of ballots that were received soon after the election weren't counted because the U.S. Postal Service did not postmark them. New York law says that mailed-in ballots are tabulated if they're postmarked by election day. The judge ruled that ballots received within two days of the primary should be counted. The state plans to appeal that ruling. Talk about absolute chaos. Who's cheating here? I don't know. The challenger is saying these aren't postmarked, but they should be counted. It's not exactly. It's not necessarily the fault of the USPS. It's more of the fault of the people who are running all of this shit. There's too much fuckery going on. That's 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 what you get when we create systems of that are tools because then you find manipulators manipulating. What? So they they very well may be bunk votes. I don't know. They weren't postmarked. Where'd they come from? I have no idea. Or they're being discounted because the United States Postal Service couldn't get them in on time and chose not to postmark them. Whose fault is that? Not the voter. But we know that's true. In defiance of that order, the Board of Elections has preliminarily certified our race without a final vote tally. Let me repeat, we do not have a final vote tally or final percentages in my race, Patel said on Wednesday. Quote, my opponent has pressured me to concede maliciously and falsely conflating my fight to count every vote with Donald Trump's baseless attempts to discredit vote by mail. This behavior is beneath the dignity of the Democratic chair of House oversight and is deeply concerning. The democratic process does not end when it becomes politically inconvenient, Patel said, adding that the state has argued he would not have standing to continue the lawsuit if he concedes. I bring this up for one important reason. First and foremost, dude, there's clearly problems with your election. So stop dragging Donald Trump and point out the election is busted. But how about this? Nancy Pelosi's election. I mean, she's he needs to acknowledge, though, that Trump is not helping with how much he's constantly screaming about fraud and all of this stuff. You know, there is fuckery within this, but we're not doing a jo- good job at draining the swamp and uh, taking care of corruption. We're actually doing a pretty shit job at it, and that's what he should be more focused on. But he's more focused on defending Trump and making sure that his image is clean so that when we get past November, he can continue to argue for that position and continue defending in a D plus whatever district, 30 something, I have no idea. It's always going to be Pelosi. However, what happens if Republicans file lawsuits challenging the certification and she is not certified? She, it, the, the Board of Elections doesn't certify that she won and she does not then get reelected in time for her to become president, interim president, as it were. And then it falls to Chuck Grassley. And what would Chuck Grassley do? I have no idea. But if there is a jam up for Trump or for anybody, then it stands to reason it could affect the entirety, every single race that's set to happen in November. And you can thank the Democrats for this. (laughs) So right now we have the obvious politicking. We have Joe Biden accepting the nomination, saying that, you know, Donald Trump casts a dark shadow. Then we have Mike Pence saying, oh, Joe Biden, the whole DNC was nothing but darkness. Both sides claiming they're right. Both sides claiming the, the, the each side is corrupt. But I leave you with one thing. Anthony Fauci said we can vote in person. 
shouldn't this whole debate be did you see how the democrats handled it it would take longer if we had long lines the election would have to extend days tim but you want to pretend that we can just do everything normal because that's convenient for trump don't you i wouldn't be surprised if he's like secretly queuing on be over with why are they trying to change the rules at the 11th hour i have no choice but to agree with donald trump I think at the very least they're playing dirty games because they're trying to somehow jam things up, steal the election, cheat the election, or at the very least claim that Donald Trump's victory is illegitimate. So what happens? Trump's doing the same exact thing in the precautions to, uh, I don't know if the Dems are doing that or not. I'm going to say that the Dems are probably doing their own kind of fuckery because they are establishment power structures. But Donald Trump is obviously doing it, like, in front of everybody. Literally, like, going on Fox News, admitting it in his press conferences. Everywhere he goes, he is admitting that he is ruining the USPS so that he can do better in the polls. Um, what was I going to say, though? Um... Ah, fuck, I forgot. When all of us point to Anthony Fauci and say, okay, we agree with the guy you love so dear, but they don't listen. That's the name of the game. The Beltway narrative, the politicos, they're in the bag for the Democrats. They are not going to be pointing out what Fauci said. Why? Because it discredits everything they're claiming about COVID and mail-in voting. Why is this like the secure thing about his his argument? Because like we don't see the quote from Fauci, all of this stuff from Fauci. Like it's not a current position Fauci takes. It's obvious that, you know, in-person voting would take a lot longer and it's higher risk. And also most of the people that count the votes are uh, immune compromised or older or at higher risk of death from coronavirus. So there's a lot of facts he's he's ignoring here to make sure that Donald Trump's narrative is easily pushed through. And thank God, like his his fucking audience isn't just a bunch of circle jerks here for 24 minutes of hate. No, there's no reason to believe that they're here just to hate Democrats, right? One comment says, all Republicans and moderates, independents who are voting for Trump must vote in person. Let the Democrats lose their own ballots. If you can stand in line at the grocery store, you can stand in line to vote. Yeah, but imagine everybody on the same day. Um, yeah. They don't care about our elections. They only care about their agendas being pushed through. That's the conservative way. Um, as long as they have someone in, in power representing their uh, quote-unquote beliefs and ideals, uh, they don't care about what they do to the general fabric of the, the nation. They, they only concern about, the, concern about the preservation of their ideals and their conservatism and their traditionalism. Uh, gross. Um, I, I'm progressive all the way. Uh, I want our democracy to be way more efficient and positive than this. This uh, We've entered the most toxic year we ever could, and that's probably why you're here with me on Tox News. Uh, I want to thank you for joining me. Uh, I want you to consider everything that has gone down here, whether it's about kids being able to figure out who they are, or if uh, it's true that Democrats are trying to smash the election in order to just uh, spite Donald Trump. It's really up to you to decide what position you believe is true. But you know, let's have a let's have a conversation. Let's get to know each other. Uh, we're we're all Americans, I think. And if you're not American, I hope you enjoy this shit show. It's 
it's for you america is a reality show for internationals to enjoy um other than that i have been your host cucker tarlson over here at tox news where we are unbiased unfair completely toxic we know and we just don't care i hope you have a beautiful wonderful day and know you are truly loved because the universe didn't put you here for nothing i will be back later shortly with more fight the right i love you stay safe